The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. And we're now going to see uh, the first batch of computers that were able to render arbitrarily pixel images on their screen, not just given um, alphanumeric rows of characters. All right, uh, let's get started with the, um, with the graphical user interfaces. Um, in 1973, uh, Xerox Park um, came out with the Alto. Uh, Xerox Park is a place that you guys should know about because it's where the Ethernet got invented, where the laser printer got invented, where Wi-Fi was invented. So it created a lot of technologies that we today take for granted and, and established a lot of these sort of office-level um, IT infrastructure. Um, it was the research center of the Xerox Corporation, which was back in the days making its money with photocopiers, and they were kind of aware that they needed to innovate beyond photocopiers because there was this whole computer thing coming up. Um, and uh, however, Park kind of missed the boat on really capitalizing on what their Park Research Center was developing, especially um, with uh, the Alto. They didn't really turn this into a commercial product that was viable, uh, unfortunately. But then there was this guy, Steve Jobs, who visited Park and saw what they were doing, and he kind of got the idea and came out with the Mac as a result. So let's look at the, uh, the Xerox Alto first, though. Um, this was a design that most of these things there, if you look at all of those, uh, is there anything in there that where you would say, you know, one of the things is other different from the others? I mean, a 2.5 megabyte removable floppy uh, HD uh, before floppies were out, compared to today's hard disks, yeah, right? Uh, 128 kilobytes of RAM, mm. 800 by 600 resolution. That is not a million times different from what we have today, right? So the key thing that was really innovative about this device was especially the graphical display. As you can see, it was actually 600 by 800. It was a portrait screen to better resemble um, office-like you know, paper formats. This was really designed as an office display or as an office system. Um, it used Smalltalk as the platform. So this was an object-oriented uh, system at the, at the roots of the entire um, Alto machine. <coughs> it included the, uh, uh, what you see is what you get editor called Bravo. Um, and rumor has it that if you look very closely at the, um, at the source code of Bravo, uh, of, of Word today, you will still find pieces in there that are from the Bravo text editor because some of the people left Park and then moved to Microsoft to start working on, on, on Word. Um, it also has the five, you know, button cording keyboard over here. Um, and then, of course, there's a mouse over here, uh, now with, uh, with three buttons. Um, and the key things that the, that the Alto introduced was, first of all, the actual bitmap display and graphical user interface that was using pixel-by-pixel -pixel renderings of, of graphical icons, etc. Um, and therefore also could render text in different font sizes and all the kind of stuff that you couldn't do on an alphanumeric display before. Um, and then it introduced menu bars, uh, windows, um, pointing, dragging, all these graphical interactions of objects on a, on a desktop as we know them today. <coughs> um, 
this is also referred to Windows icons, menus, pointers as the WIMP uh, metaphor today. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.